Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very accomplished professional from New York, currently speaking to us from Florida, uh, USA, Mr. Lou Diamond. Lou, welcome to the show. Ashutosh, thank you so much for having me. Excited to be on The Brand Called You. Thank you. Um, Lou is the chief executive officer of Thrive, Thrive L-O-U-D, which is loud, but is also Lou, Lou D. Uh, he's a professional speaker, sales and leadership consultant, and an award-winning podcaster, and he's an author. And all of you know I'm very partial to authors. He's an author of two books, and we'll talk about his books. So Lou, let's start by talking about Thrive Loud. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about this venture. So uh, I have come from an industry of working with people and trying to figure out how they can best connect. Mm -hmm. And that started with uh, working backwards. I, I worked on Wall Street for over 12 years. I was in, uh, when the internet came out in the early 2000s, I was very much involved in helping to build some of the original websites. And before that, I worked in professional consulting firms uh, like Deloitte and what is now Accenture. Mm -hmm. and And I was always curious about trying to understand how to solve problems and how to connect people together. Mm. I didn't know it back then, but it really was this skill that I had, which always led me, by the way, to sales or account management and leadership roles in that particular regard. And after a long period of time, I started to recognize that I had a unique way of approaching things a little differently mm -hmm. in helping sales teams connect better to their targets, marketers better connect their message to their audience, mm -hmm. and leaders to better connect to their people. Mm -hmm. And and what that actually had led to was that I left that those corporate industries and started my own venture to help others appreciate what became actually my, my first book, which was called Master the Art of Connecting. Mm -hmm. And um, I was always about moving onward and upward. Yeah. And Ashatosh, that was to me what thriving is all about. And that's how Thrive started. So Thrive Loud is an organization that helps people, helps companies better explode their sales, mm -hmm. retain their clients mm -hmm. and build this thriving culture. Mm -hmm. And all through what I like to call the power of connecting. So mm -hmm. my big purpose in this life is to help people connect, engage, and win in every aspect of what they do, personally and professionally. Amazing. So let's talk a little bit then about connecting. And you know, you said you believe in the power of connecting, engaging, and winning. Uh, can you give an example of one of the things that you've done uh, without any names of clients, but for some client? Yeah, no, certainly. So a, a lot of times I'll use sales organizations the, the the most interesting thing that we have today, and this is a this is a sign of where things have been. Look, there used to be a methodology, a very strict you know sales process that would you know uh, show you you know go into a sales meeting, tell everybody why you're so great, give all your your accomplishments and the clients you've worked for, and present yourself in a way that shows that you are capable to handle the work that you're going to do with the client. Correct, Ashutosh. Things have changed. We know more about a, an organization when we deal with them because whether it's from websites, social media, um, YouTube, whatever it might be, we know just about everything about everybody before mm. we even walk into the room. Yep. But are we really connecting with them? 
Mm. Are we really understanding who they are? Are we establishing the trust we want to? Do we know that these are people that are going to be empathetic enough to see how they could come into our world and solve our problems? Mm. And what has happened is, is that we've lagged a little bit in this particular industry for, for very good reason. Business is moving very quickly. Yeah. And what I ended up doing, Ashutosh, was figure out, okay, the best way we need to connect is to make sure we are having better conversations because mm. every connection in our lives begins with a great conversation. Correct. So, so what I ended up doing was kind of understand exactly whether it's a sales meeting, mm. are we really having a conversation or are we talking at somebody? Are we asking really good questions mm. or are we just talking about ourselves and focused about our individual organization and company? Mm. So my job when I work with this particular company I've been working with for a few years is, is kind of change the messaging that they have and the way that they present. And actually, more importantly, not what they say or what they do, but Ashutosh, the way they need to be in every single instance. When you've connected with people in your life, there is a certain openness that you need to uh, embrace to let people in. Mm -hmm. There is a certain way you need to actually be showing that you care about somebody else and you're willing to help them versus trying to just help yourself by winning the business. Right. So uh, this particular client I'm I'm referring to, we've been working with for two years and we've gone up over 40% in sales in the first year and now an additional 25 on top of that in year two. And we have another a pretty aggressive goal moving forward in the third year. And this is really just for making sure we're focusing on the connection versus figuring out exactly how to talk about all the great things that we do. That's the biggest difference on what I help people Fascinating, do. absolutely fascinating. And what would you say is the difference between networking and connecting? Ah, great question. My biggest thing is I do not necessarily believe in networking as okay. much as I believe in connect working, if mm -hmm. you would. Mm -hmm. So if you think of it this way, Ashutosh, that um, a network we need to have. We need to have people in our network that we're associated with and connect with. Mm -hmm. uh, but the reality is we are trying to make stronger connections with those within our network. Mm -hmm. And that takes making sure that we have really good conversations. One could argue you may have a gazillion people in your network, but if you only had a select few that you had really strong connections with, that could actually be even more powerful. Mm -hmm. So my big focus is it, within your network to establish the really strong connections, have better conversations, be better listeners, utilize the skills of my newest book, Speak Easy, on understanding how you need to be every time you enter a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And you will increase the likelihood that you will jump in and be a little bit more connected in your network. Mm -hmm. Interesting. The other question that I've often been asked by a lot of young people, so I'm going to ask you the same, is at what stage does one start to build connections? And <laughs> uh, how can one connect better? Oh, great question. We start making connections right from the very beginning. I mean, I mean, as I mentioned, every single connection begins with a great conversation. Yeah. And once we learn to actually have those conversations, that's when we started. And when we're young, it's so important mm -hmm. to establish asking great questions, learning from others, making friends, um, being curious, being really curious and grateful that anytime you have the opportunity to even have a conversation, how appreciative you should be. Mm -hmm. You won't believe how, how impressive it is. I'm incredibly appreciative to be here on the brand called you, knowing that I'm tapping into all of your, your listeners and viewers so they can learn from these lessons. This is a huge thing. Yeah. So, but if I came in here, we're like, ah, 
whatever. It's just another program. I don't need to, you know, explain my message. You know, my message is just as good as his or my podcast show is just as good as that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. We need to understand and be genuinely appreciative of what we do. So it, it, it starts at a very early age and it's things that you build upon. There was a lot of conversations, uh, Ashtush, that when the pandemic hit, they were very concerned about young people losing certain social skills because they were being isolated at a very important age, whether early schooling years or even just being able to see other family members. Um, and, and this is, this was, this was legitimate. Mm-hmm. The, understanding of of those nuances, the ability to read people, the ability to sense that other vibe, if you would, when you walk into a room or things that you've picked up over the years from learned behavior. So yes, it begins very early on and only evolves and gets better. Uh, the, the, the more you grow, the more you develop, the more you learn, and the more you connect connect work with others. Absolutely. And when you connect work, to use your term, uh, does too much of it become a problem? Not in my experience, but, yeah. but no. But there, there. You know, it's funny. You can you can overdose if you're if you're not careful. Like, let's say you were actually at a networking meeting. Mm. Uh, I've got a lot of tips of when you go to those situations and you are trying to connect work. Mm. Uh, you know, trying to meet everybody is not necessarily the goal. The goal is to try to make really good connections and have good conversations in a smaller audience in a more focused amount of time, mm. and then allocating more time later on to follow up, to go deeper, mm-hmm. to really get into that situation. And think, think about when you go to a trade show in business mm-hmm. and you walk around from place to place to place. I usually recommend for companies that need to meet certain companies that they, they have a game plan, like literally a roadmap of, I have to meet with this person, make it a schedule, because there's going to be that haphazardness when you have a lot of people all thrown together. But making sure that you are focused and you you hit a certain agenda item within that. So to your point, you know, if you try to take on like anything else, if you try and do too much at once, yeah. um, it's never good. You have everything within, you know, metered states and make sure you don't overdo things. Everything in mediation mm-hmm. is a really good way to go about um, every type of connections. And trust me, you'll get more out of a really short, quick conversation with somebody that you knew you can connect with than lots of them over a whole period of time. It's not, it's it's really more about the quality versus the quantity. Well said. One more question on connecting and then we move to leadership. Yeah. Um, how important is social media to build connections? So, you know, there's something interesting going on on social media that, that I'm still juggling with. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, it's fun. At times, you know, there's some there's a tremendous amount of entertainment there and no different than taking everything in mediation. I mean, there are a lot of people. I, I love the feature on my telephone that says, you know, you've reduced the amount of time you were on the phone this week, which I think is a good thing. Uh, I think and I believe that if you follow certain channels and things that you like and specifically from a business perspective, um, there are certain channels that are doing a very good job of keeping great content that's relevant, that's timely, that's things that you could appreciate. LinkedIn happens to be one of those yeah. doing a very good job. Uh, you know, but because of the the value of business today is that you kind of have to be in a lot of different places, at least at least enough so that people know that you're out there. Mm-hmm. Case in point, uh, on on my podcast show, Thrive Loud, we we will broadcast specifically where our guest is most featured. We will ask those questions mm-hmm. and we'll promote that particular episode in those channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, we'll also experiment in other channels as well to make sure that we 
tap in a little bit to try and extend the audience. Your question is how important is it? I think it's important to maintain a consistent cadence, which is really important, um, and, and to make sure that your message is, is on point because what you'll find is by building followers or fans, uh, people like to see certain things and love consistency. We, we watch certain television shows because we like something about them. We, we go to certain news outlets because they provide something that connects to us. Mm -hmm. uh, you almost have to think of yourself and your brand as a place that people know they can go to so that they can connect with you with the level of consistency that they expected from the first time they did. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. I just heard a, a good colleague of mine, I'll give her a shout out, um, Donna Bowling. She talks about that you have to think of your social media as your house. Mm -hmm. You know, you can determine what you would like your house to look like, what you would like it to be, whether it's a fun place or who you would like to admit into your places. Understand that those that you want to have at your at your particular house, you're good, are going to like what they come there. They're going to like the food. They're going to like the entertainment. They're going to like the vibe. You provide a good menu and that's what people will come for. You can't please everybody, but you should try to keep, you know, keep, keep you happy and others will eventually appreciate you for authentically who you are. What a great response. Thank you. So, Lou, you're also uh, a leadership consultant. So let's mm -hmm. talk leadership a little bit. Uh, give me your perspective on the understanding of the word leader or leadership. Mm -hmm. um, so amazingly, I have trouble when I was looking at the work that I had done, which by the way, falls into a sales expertise mm -hmm. and leadership. And I recognized that the reason that I am focused around connecting is that they are one in the same. Mm -hmm. Sales is going out and connecting with new prospects and new people and new messages. Mm -hmm. Leadership is connecting within your organization and your people and those that are associated with your brand. Mm -hmm. So really the skills of connecting are the same across the board. Mm -hmm. It might just have a different language that we need to work on. Let's talk about a great salesperson. One of my, my key components, I mentioned this earlier about the ways you need to be to be able to connect with everyone in a great conversation in sales is, well, you need to be curious. You really have to show a genuineness. Well, that's the same exact thing you wait, you need to be in leadership. Mm -hmm. You need to be asking your people great questions. You need to be in a mindset that's open and willingness and grateful that people are working with you, for you, in your organization. Mm -hmm. You also need to be fearless, which is what a lot of salespeople and a lot of leaders need to be. You have to take the risks that are out there. And I would also argue maybe one of my most important things is that you have to be you. You have to be authentic. Those all apply to being great salespeople and leaders. The language of leadership to me blends very nicely, Ashtush, with my brand and my name, and that's Thrive. Leaders help others move onward and upward, mm -hmm. personally and professionally. The aspect of great leaders are those that are able to give of themselves, listen to the needs of others, and help make everyone around them better. Mm -hmm. That applies to business, that applies to sports, that applies to family. And I think that's what we look to and make it clear, there is no know-it-all, there is no wise sage at the very top of the pyramid. Um, the way I like to think of it, it's almost like a pyramid that folds in on itself. The, the person who's the most, the, 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 at the point of the leadership is able to dive all the way down to the bottom and stretch and grab the groups and move the whole pyramid upwards like a rocket ship north. That's what great leaders do. And they do that by 
being a great connector within their organizations and having the right internal and external conversations that are needed. Fascinating. What a great response. Uh, so I'm going to now move to your books. <clears throat> You've got two books. You said the first one was Master the uh, the Art of Connecting and the second one, Speak Easy, which you have behind you. Let's start with the first one, uh, yeah. Master the Art of Connecting. Tell me a little bit about your book and what was your hypothesis when you wrote it? So at the, after working on Wall Street for a long period of time, I, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I I, I knew that I was limiting myself in the world that I was in. I was very good at what I was doing, very successful. I had great clients, great relationships, and it was steady. But uh, there was something calling out to me. So the universe was telling me to do something different. Okay. And I wasn't exactly sure what it was. Mm. I had a great opportunity. I was more or less moonlighting, if you would. Mm -hmm. uh, I spent a weekend with a colleague of mine who had been going to a trade show for several years. Uh, this was going to be his seventh year in Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm -hmm. And he was going there with the intent to try to close more business. And, and he was also questioning whether it even made sense to go to this conference. Mm -hmm. So we worked out an agreement where I would go with him because I, I kind of wanted to see what his business was about. Just curious and also kind of dibble into that consulting role. Yeah. Within two and a half days, not only was I able to connect him to people he had never been involved with before, who, by the way, had been there before, but we inked and closed two deals while we were there. And within 30 days, another five had closed thereafter. Wow. And on the flight back, we knew that there was incredible progress. And, uh, you know, after he, he upgraded our seats on the way home uh, to, a, to a more comfortable, I think it might have been just extra leg room. It wasn't like first class or anything. And uh, we're sitting on the flight home and he says to me, I don't think you know what it is that you do. And I think you think this is what everybody does. Mm. Well, I want to connect that for you. And he hands me a pad and a piece of paper. And he says, you need to write down and tell the world what it is you do so they can benefit from it because it will be a gift to others. Mm. That was the outline on that flight home of Master the Art of Connecting, which kind of broke down the connecting core, which is muscles that I believe we all have inside mm. that enable us to be more likable, more connectable to others. Mm. And I kind of broke down all those different pieces. Um, this was back in 2015, 2016, when the book came out. Mm -hmm. It also then helped me to launch Thrive. Um, I was then promoting it. It did very well. It was a bestseller and everybody you know, enjoyed it. And, and it was became the message that I would go around and speak about. And it made me a professional speaker and it helped me start my consulting business. And as my consulting business grew and eventually my podcast and my message of helping to feature those that are thriving came to be, what ended up happening, Ashutosh, was that um, I found another message out there mm -hmm. that related very much to connecting. And that was the importance of these conversations that I mentioned at the beginning, the ability to connect with every conversation. And that's what I really dove into. And that bleeded and bled into the message of speak easy today, where I'm helping people understand how they connect in every conversation they have. Mm -hmm. So they don't miss out on the, on the opportunities about the importance of connection in our lives and how we can utilize these skills for both sales and leadership and the way that we connect with people. So it's, it's very on brand. It's very about what I'm about and what's even more fun, um, was when I wrote the first book, I'm like, I'm never writing another book again. Yeah. And when I wrote this one, I said the same thing. Mm. But this one definitely was more on point mm. because Speakeasy is truly the methodology that I believe everyone 
can benefit from in some aspect, not just business and professional people. Mm. And, and we actually, as you heard me talk about this at the beginning, I have at the end of every chapter that walks through the speakeasy way, mm-hmm. there is uh, connect, engage, and win. There's how to utilize the tactics taught in that chapter mm-hmm. that will help you better grow your business, close the sale, lead your people, and all the things that have a very business topic. So, so we it was it was a fun it was a fun write, um, and it came it came from a lot of great lessons that I've learned not only in business and consulting, but like in the seat that you're in right now, which is from behind the microphone, and the lessons we can have in these very powerful conversations. Yep, well said. Uh, and I'm, I'm assuming both your books are available on Amazon. Yeah, uh, you can get um, you can get them on Amazon. You can go to uh, speakeasybook.com or to thriveloud.com and find all of my books there too. Learn more about them. There's some cool little videos and, uh, and anywhere you get your books. Terrific. So I'm going to ask all our viewers and listeners to go and check out Lou Diamond's books, Master the Art of Connecting and Speakeasy. I'll, I'll go and check out myself. So uh, I've got time for just two more questions, uh, Lou, and I do want to ask you about your podcast, Thrive Loud. Uh, tell me a little bit about your podcast and what uh, got you started with the podcast. So you'll love this story uh, as a podcaster and a host yourself. When I first came out with my first book, I went on a ton of different podcast programs and some were great and some were eh, kind of awful. And I, I went on one of these particular programs and it was, it was the most inauthentic version of myself, what they wanted to do. There was a rehearsal, there was a, uh, I had to meet with an associate producer beforehand to, wow. to make sure that we did everything. And I'm like, you know what? In the, in the rehearsal stage, I could do me a favor. I go ditch the original plan meeting with the host. I'm not going to go on this show because this is a version of myself that I don't want to have. And I got off the phone and I said, I'm going to create the program that I want to have. And I reached out to someone that said, you should have your own podcast show. And this was this was back in, in the pretty much the early days of, of, of podcasting. Mm-hmm. And um, I caught a wave with it. And, and Thrive Loud was to feature those that are thriving in their lives, their businesses, and their passions, mm-hmm. have conversations with incredible individuals. And the purpose is to decode mm-hmm. what makes them thrive, what makes them be this game changer? What What is it about them themselves? Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much whether it was an author to talk about their book, or it wasn't so much, um, you know, a business leader to talk about their wins and successes. I, I wanted to learn about the struggles they had, the, 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 how did they move through things? How did they move onward and upward? What do they do when they're off their game? Um, kind of break things down in that perspective. And at the time you and I are recording this, we're, we're close to 900 episodes of it. We have three shows a week. We have thousands of listeners, every single episode that we deal with, millions of listens. And um, it's also helped to launch many other businesses and other programs. Uh, So it became my brand. It became the message that we want to deliver. And maybe more importantly, I think uh, it's definitely what I'm sure this is true for you as well with this program, that it, it, it exploits the thing that I'm all about. And that's connecting through great conversations and how we feel after these programs we learn we're spoiled. You know this, Ashutosh. We're spoiled in this seat because we get to a front row seat from some of the most amazing thought leaders, Absolutely. business changers out there. And, and it's a gift. So Absolutely. I'm very appreciative and very proud of it. I agree with you. And I couldn't agree more on the amount of learning I get in all my conversations, including the one I'm having with you right now. Uh, Lou, my last question to you, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation. 
based on your own amazing journey, you know, from the world of investment banking uh, to um, being a senior corporate professional to launching your books to being a, an amazing connector, what would you say are three lessons you would want our viewers and listeners to take away uh, uh, with with specific reference to connecting and maybe leadership? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fittingly. Uh, I will give you the the message that I sign off every single one of my episodes with, and that is be brief, be bright, be gone. Be brief. <laughs> yeah. Be brief is all about mm. that the one thing that we can't get more of on this planet is time. So mm. be incredibly appreciative of the time you have to have conversations with people and make the connections you have. Mm. Don't overstay your welcome and make sure you're on point and really valuable. Be bright. Shine like a diamond, if you would, and make sure that you you share your brilliance with the world. Give your gifts in every time you connect with somebody. Make sure you give the best version of yourself every day because that is the gift. You're holding it to yourself. You're being selfish. Give it to the rest of the world so others can learn and benefit from you. And be gone doesn't mean, Ashutosh, to drop the mic and walk away. <laughs> be gone means to move onward and upward, which means, as you know, to thrive and to keep taking every day and make the next one better than that. Be brief, be bright, be gone. Wonderful. And on that note, Lou, and your three amazing lessons, be brief, be bright, be gone. Thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about your own amazing journey, about how you've really built Thrive Loud. Thank you for talking to me at such length about connecting and how important connecting is in all our lives. And I think our viewers and listeners will take away a lot um, of knowledge from that you've uh, you know shared with us on the subject of connecting. Thank you also for speaking to me about leadership and about your books and your podcast. Thank you again. Just, no, thank you for having me. Truly an honor to be here on your program and keep doing what you're doing and give this gift to the world for everybody else to hear. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website, www.tbcy.in, to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.